The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. We certainly have one of those today, and as uh, listeners will know, Garen Perro has a particular preference for lightly capitalised junior explorers with well-funded exploration programs ahead of them. And we've got that today with Green Tech Metals. The code is GRE, and it's trading at 14 cents for a market cap of uh, less than $7 million. Now, the company only uh, joined the stock exchange lists in early January, which is uh, largely why it's got uh, it's well funded for the programs it has at hand. And to run through the, uh, the company's uh, exploration programs and what its main interests are, we have Tom Redicliffe with us today. Tom is the technical director. Many people will know Tom from uh, WA Mining Circles. So, with that, uh, Tom, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for your time today. Yeah. Thanks, Barry. Uh, Tom, be great. Um, as I say, well known uh, around mining circles. But for those who don't know you, can you give us a bit of a feel on your on your pers- uh, personal and uh, professional background? Yeah, of course, Barry. You don't need to get too, too uh, personal. No, I don't. No, for many years, and uh, you know, people would know me from the the diamond sector. Mm-hmm. Many many years with uh, Ashton Mining and later with Merlin Diamonds, etc. And uh, but. More recently, over the past 10 years, uh, I've been out in the wider world and uh, I've become associated with the Sorrento uh, Resources Group, okay, and they're a uh, private equity group based in London and here in Perth, and I'm the face of that company. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, we become associated actually through the diamond sector, and uh, but this led to other things because Sorrento has a vast uh, array of uh, projects. Mm-hmm. both here in uh, WA, throughout Australia, and, and a few overseas as well. And that's how, how, how we joined uh, joined up. Now, um, uh, Green Tech, uh, it's a name for the times, all about battery metals, otherwise known as nickel, copper, cobalt. You've got some gold interests in the portfolio too, I see. But um, just tell us a bit about the formation of the company. Yes, look, the, this uh, goes back to the, uh, the history of uh, Sorrento, I suppose. They've always had a focus, a strong focus uh, in WA and uh, a particular affinity to the Pilbara area. And uh, the company has a, an association with Artemis Resources as well, uh, JB's with them and other interests. So, look, it is, as you say, uh, a name for the times. There was an opportunity. Uh, there was a lot of projects uh, assets that uh, both companies held held jointly and independently uh, that we were able to put together uh, to create the green tech metals company okay we were the first company to list in this year in two, uh, 2022 some of the significant assets in the in the company are the wandu copper zinc deposit which is an old uh, or a previously operating mine, small operation, okay, over the years, and uh, other assets up in that area. There are a few other projects. We have some down in the Fraser Range and um, 
Windermara as well. So, but we have started off with a uh, strong program mm. on the Windam Windam on the Wandu project. Mm. Now you mentioned uh, Artemis. I, I think they're a fifteen percent shareholder as a as well as a joint venture partner. Now they have obviously uh, vendored across uh, some of their interests in that part of the world. Not because uh, they don't like them anymore. So they've got that uh, other project uh, name just escapes me that they're. No. Yeah, they do uh, have in the Patterson Range area. Look, Artemis um, wanting to focus on their core assets. Mm -hmm. uh, they had a lot of ground, okay, and together with uh, Sorrento, a lot of it in joint ownership, joint ventures, etc. cetera. You know, what was the best way to uh, create a vehicle that could, uh, I, I guess, uh, create value in those assets? Mm -hmm. And that's why they hold their stake. You'll see Sorrento is also a significant uh, shareholder and also Benelong Resource Capital. Okay, so uh, collectively, those groups hold a significant uh, corner, significant cornerstone investment in green tech metals, mm -hmm. and are very keen to see that it it succeeds. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, a lot of uh, projects in there, but obviously there'll be an initial focus on some key ones. What uh, at this stage do you consider to be the flagship project? Look, the flagship is the Wandu uh, copper zinc deposit. Okay, so this is one of those uh, deposits uh, discovered in 1911. Sorry, and a couple of groups have had a crack at mining the oxide ore, which they did. And uh, more recently, in 2006, Fox Resources uh, also took out some of the oxide ore and uh, processed some of it through their their processing plant at Radio Hill, which is only 12 kilometres away. So, um, but the opportunity, of course, was with the um, transition into the EV metals and um, the uh, subsequent uh, increasing in those commodity prices. So. Wandu was or had a resource, uh, 2.7 million tonnes at 1.1% copper and 1.1% zinc. Mm -hmm. We've uh, been able to, uh, through the work we've completed to date, and even though we don't have all our assay results or anything, uh, we've managed to, with other VMS deposits that occur in that cluster, because it's actually a, a nest of uh, little, well, not little, but a nest of deposits spread out over 1,500 metres. Okay, and we looked at a second one there called Asia, and we recently upgraded the resource based on historic drilling there to get an inferred resource of just under a million tonnes. So our total resource there now has increased to 3.6 million tonnes, about 1.2% copper and 1.4% zinc. So and we've still got to get our results, which... Um, hopefully we'll be able to announce shortly, and hope for, to keep building on that resource. It's quite a quite a large mineralised system through there. Uh, it's been overlooked in the past, or, or you know, not as well understood in the past. And uh, quite a large uh, mineralised copper zone, and you get quite uh, remarkable thicknesses there. Um, more recent drilling, you know, of you know sixty odd metres of of one percent zinc and stuff, uh, you know, intersections like that. But it does trend down dip, and, and we've um, been chased chased a little bit down dip to see where it was going. Did, did the grade uh, persist down dip, and uh, also other other deeper, which there appears to be other deeper mineralised zones as well. And the copper, copper mineralisations is you know sort of in 
enveloped in a, in a much larger zone of zinc, which which also has quite remarkable grades at times, and uh, you know, but, but it's quite wide, and uh, it's a big, mm. big, big system. Lots of opportunity, and then then there are other targets, like I say, a long strike that we've let yet to look at. These are uh, and some of the known ones, uh, like Yenery, uh has some old workings there, underground workings, in fact, but very little drilling done on it. And uh, that's about 900 metres from Wandu. And uh, in between those, of course, is uh, another target identified by Shelby, a very large EM mag target, which with a single drill hole in it, quite deep, you know, at uh, just around 390 metres, ran, ran into 1.5% copper. So it's um, quite interesting. But at the time, yeah, you know, it was deemed to be uh, too deep and uh, not valuable enough, but it it, it part of a much bigger bigger target so we'll be looking at these other targets as well as continuing to uh, expand on the, the Wandu resource as well. Does that uh, mag target with the deep hole that you just mentioned does that have a name or? Yes that's a Shelby yeah, that's the name that's of that. Shelby okay. Yeah. Just outside of in the same region I suppose um, you know 10 kilometres north of the Radio Hill which is our landmark there is a um, target called Osborne which we're in JB with Artemis uh, which we're hoping to drill uh, in the very near future. Uh, it would have been drilled by now, except for the amount of wet weather that they've been getting up there. That's uh, in here, sort of uh, stopped us from putting the access track in uh, to get a drill in there. But we'll be drilling that very soon, we hope. And uh, it's a discrete EM target, okay, which is uh, which we believe will be a nickel copper. Uh, well, we term it a nickel top copper target, okay, because mm-hmm. it's just on the uh, western extremity of the Androve uh, intrusion, which, as you know, Azua have been about 20 k- kilometres to the east in the same formation, yeah, so of, finding uh, success, yeah. having great success there, okay, mm-hmm. and uh, only five or six kilometres to the west of uh, Osborne is a small 150,000 tonne nickel copper resource which is also owned by uh, green tech metals we're in co- uh, nickel territory for sure and so we're very uh, i guess excited about this particular target Osborne, that we want to drill and uh, so we'll soon have the answer to that in the very mm. near future so in terms of uh, drilling um are you drilling or about to drill um, yeah, well, the target we're about to drill uh, will be Osborne. That's the one. We've done all the clearances, whatever. We're putting in the uh, access road, essentially, as we speak. And uh, we would um, hope to be uh, have a drill in there very shortly. Okay, we're just trying to organise that now because of the delays, the drill we had organised for it had to go and do something else. So, but we'll, we're just trying to bed down somebody who can do it. Uh, once we've done that, we will have the drill in there, provided it, uh, the weather stays clear and it dries out. So, uh, uh, Azure, of course, have, have told us that um, very high success ratio of uh, EM target to equals mineralisation when drilled. Is there any reason to think it will be different at Osborne? Well, we don't think so, uh, you know, because of where it's located, you know, they're mm. in the same rocks, in the same general uh, location towards the base of the formation. You know, and with that uh, Ruth Ruth Well copper nickel deposit just to the west, which I just spoke about previously. The smaller one, yep. Yeah, the and, 150,000 uh, tonnes. Yeah, yeah, 150,000 tonnes. No, we, we uh, think there's a very good chance that 
uh, it'll come up trumps, but we'll, uh, we shall see. Yeah. Uh, it's got a nice uh, conductor plate there. It's at a depth of, you know, between 100, 150 odd metres down to the conductor. Yeah, I get the impression you're excited about this one. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, mm. um, Wandu's great as well, but the, uh, you know, Wandu's, um, you know, trying to expand on that resource, but it also has those other targets near it, uh, uh, known deposits and prospects and things which will help mm. expand that. But Osborne, you know, it's out there in uh, in uh, Green ter- Territory. Now, these targets, as you know, we uh, Green Tech didn't uh, generate them. They, they've from out of the, uh, in this particular instance, was a uh, Artemis uh, target. And one of the things, I guess, is that's opened up this area is actually the work being done by uh, Azua, you know, yeah. is that these targets in the past, when they were generated, we weren't considered to be strong enough or good enough, you know, to be uh, Nova Bollinger lookalikes. And uh, because of the uh, strength of the response, and uh, but the drilling has proved otherwise for Azua. So, mm, I think they didn't they come out recently with uh, initial maiden resource estimates 70,000 tons of nickel, something like that. Yes, they did actually. So, uh, and they recent and they drilled their recent deposit that nearby uh, extension deposit called Ridgeline. Okay, where they were getting three percent nickel plus there. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so quite good. So um, yeah, well, they're definitely on the uh, development pathway there. So yeah, you know, they're in the right rocks. And this mm. is the thing about if you look at the West Pilbara in general, you know, it's been an area that's a little bit overlooked, you know. But you've got excellent infrastructure there, good rock exposure. I might add, you know, none of, no, none of these deep saprolithic soils you might see over in the gold fields. The you know, roads are fantastic. You've got a town there at Caratha. Yes. Um, you know, you can fly up there, do a day's work and fly back to Perth if you wanted to. Yeah, you can um, fly up there in comfort too in a big jet. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, like Wandu is only 40 k south of Caratha and Osborne so only 15 kilometres out of town. And, uh, you know, it's interesting that these things all sit there, but there's, you know, roads and railway, line, railway lines uh, there in abundance and um, it, it's a very good place to operate from yeah. I, I might add and um, you know <clears throat> my experience is more in more remote areas but uh, this is, is uh, quite a comfortable place to to work and uh, yeah. good good logistic support there oh well, you got Port Hedland the biggest bulk export port as well yes that's yeah. just further down the road so yeah. um, Carratha yeah. the, you know one of the biggest LNG export mm. ports in the world Population, what is it now? 40,000 grown. So. That's right. So it's very, very busy up there. I and can uh, attest to that. Over the years, we've had people driving like crazy out of those towns, off to their more remote uh, uh, prospects, and driving past things like the perhaps the Osborne opportunity or one do. Yeah, look, I think one of the the things, opportunities, of course, there now is is that you know a bit like Ruth Well, you say one hundred fifty thousand tons. You know, that's not a large deposit, whatever, but you know, Wandu, you know, well, we're growing that resource there. It's at 3.6 million tonnes uh, up the road, you know, 100 kilometres just up the road there. You've got Wim Creek, similar deposit, you know, copper, zinc, cobalt. You know, they've got six-odd million tonne there, I believe. So, you know, all of these things, uh, you know, of course, what you need is a critical mass there for processing. And uh, Artemis have a uh, 
processing plant on care and maintenance, which is, you know, only 10 kilometres or so from both, oh. you know, where Osborne, Ruthwell and um, to the south, uh, Wandu okay. is only 12 k's away. So mm, I was going to ask about, that's uh, Radio Hill, is it? That's Radio Hill, yes. Look, uh, a, you know, a nameplate sort of half a million tonne a year processing plant set up uh, by uh, Artemis and they processed uh, nickel from the deposit essentially uh, next door to it, to the plant. But then that's on, like I say, I care in the maintenance now. So there is a plant. You don't have to start from scratch when you're looking at these deposits. Mm. So, well, on the assumption that, uh, you know, with our good relations with Artemis, that, uh, you know, that these there would be provision to be able to come to some arrangement, you know, Mm-hmm. For those those deposits to be processed there, I mean, it makes sense, and um, you know even for other players, I guess. So. Yeah, sort of a yeah, a, a regional hub. As it yes, works. absolutely. So um, you know that uh, puts a different perspective on, on it. You know, well, you're starting to put already put uh, the tons together uh, at uh, Wundu and uh, that nearby Alicia, Alicia was it? Asia. Asia. Yeah, yeah, look, I can't explain all the names. I <laughs> but uh, you're starting to get the tons. I was just trying. What have you got a gut feel for? What sort of you know combined tonnage you might need to have a development pathway, perhaps through Radio Hill? Uh, look, at the end of the day, is the it really just depends on. We, we don't have have not set a number. Actually, it can be in a sense because this uh, in the first instance the resources would would be. Uh, open cut you know mm, so mm. in a sense if, if that processing plant were to be recommissioned you know for other reasons yeah you know you don't have to uh, if it's if it's available then it's just really having access it to process or okay rather than green tech specifically yeah. you know getting it commissioned to mm. process its own ore. so look there are a lot of options on the table still early days okay so and uh, a lot of discussions to be had but it does uh, give us great encouragement that that plant is sitting there, mm. okay? And uh, it's, you, you know, it doesn't uh, have to be completely rebuilt or anything like that. So yep. it's quite close. It's very close to the road there, I imagine, you know, with uh, could be uh, up and running uh, for, for modest sums, so who knows? <laughs> uh, you did hit the ground running uh, and there was some... Uh... I think there was uh, about 4,000 metres drilled at uh, one do. Yeah, yeah, it was actually, uh, we went a bit over, it was uh, closer to 5,000 wow, uh, okay. yeah, and drilling. And uh, But, of course, we, I guess, uh, sort of uh, like all of the other explorers, you know, the uh, the labs are overwhelmed and uh, the turnaround times are, are a bit challenging, you know, when it comes to putting uh, good news out there. When you drill and you haven't got results to yeah. release, you know, people think you must be sitting on them or doing something, you know, but in our case, we've got some results and then you don't get the complete hole or something like that, you know. Uh, frustrating. So you get a bunch of stuff. So we're, we're about to uh, release some intermediate results um, and um, which will update uh, the market on where we're at. So, yep. um, yeah. and again, you know, we were, we were drilling specifically to uh, look for extensions to the ore and stuff like that. Okay, to see if we could follow it, see if we could better understand it. And because uh, one of the, uh, you know, issues, uh, you know, with some of these deposits is that in this one in particular, Wondu, because they initially outcropped, there's a, a focus on uh, digging it up, I guess, as you might put it that way. 
and uh, getting cash flow rather than looking at the uh, the larger taking a larger view of that deposit and the associated deposits as to what they mean or how how are they related or you know how how mm. do you, what what are they doing what what is it doing at depth you know is there underground potential and stuff like that so and a lot of that gets lost when there is uh, you know when you start a mining operation and uh, the focus is on digging up tons and stuff like that so yeah okay. So, 2022 has uh, proven a difficult year to be born in for the <laughs> expiration junior. Um, but I mentioned at the start there, the market cap was less than $7 million, which is what expiration is all about, of course. Um, leverage, uh, pure leverage to uh, exciting expiration results. So uh, hopefully they uh, they might come from Osborne. You might uh, back it to Wondoo. could come from anywhere in the next 12 months. So I was wondering if we could just finish up and give investors a a feel for news flow that will be coming from the company uh, for the rest of the year? Look, we're going to have um, the results of our drilling. Our, our interim results will be out, you know, in the next days, a few days. And uh, following that, we'll be drilling up at Osborne. That hopefully will be um, this month, if we can. Mm-hmm. And um, then we have other targets at, we'll be following up on the other targets, such as Selby and uh, Yannery and so forth at Wondu to keep, Keep building on the on the Wandu global resource. I guess uh, other places we'll, we'll start to look at do because we do have ground down in Fraser Range. Uh, these are more of the grassroots type of things. We'll try and advance those as best we can. But basically, we'll be looking at uh, our most news flow will come from the Osborne and Ruthwell area where we do have targets to drill okay, and around Wandu. Okay, excellent stuff. All right, Tom, you've uh, outlined an interesting story there for us. And uh, again, repeat, market cap, uh, less than $7 million, pure leverage to exploration success. Company's active on the ground. So with that, Tom, all the best with it. Uh, good luck, and we'll be watching with interest. Yeah, thanks very much, Barry. Good to catch up with you. Cheers.